Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hello and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland. How the devil are we all? MJL first in the box, Debbie Elder, Kazuya Mishima, uh, Richard Morris, Mayank Nagendran, and 235100, Big Bunny Kane, Julian Salmon, Christopher Evans, Carpen X, Carpen X, where me hearties David's there, supercalifragilisticexpiasidocious, Richard Morris, Corey Sealus. How are we all? It's Sheffield United home. And just as we were fucking cheated at Sheffield United away with the Socrates goal, we get fucking cheated again today. So let's get into it. I've had a guts roll. I'm not in a good mood, okay? I could quite happily hang Mike Riley and Mike Dean together and think, Michael Arneman's just smashed in the donation. Thank you very much, Mike. He says, another two points dropped from winning position. Why can't we go and score two or three? Goals and kill teams off. Well, when your striker's not scoring, Michael, and I'm sorry, but sooner or later, Lacazette has to start taking responsibility. Okay, when people aren't giving stone cold penalties, it you know it's going to happen. Absolutely disgraceful. You know we're just being cheated by the Premier League and the PGOML, and that's just the way it is. It's it's just we're just being cheated now, and it's getting to the point where. It's a piss take. When you get the same things happening, when Luis puts a hand out in the Liverpool game, pulls a shirt, penalty given, and yet Virgil van Dijk does it and doesn't get anything given against him, you know you're being cheated. It's simple. Anyway, let's get on with this. With me tonight, we have Danny GFP. Say hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. Good man, good man. Say hello, Jason. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm not, I'm not even in the mood for it. Carpenter says, funny enough, Chase, I'm not entirely convinced that was a pen on Pepe. Don't shoot me down, no, just my opinion. I get that, I get that, but the leg's out. He's gone over it. He's running towards the ball. It's a penalty. It's a penalty every day of the week. It's just a penalty. That's 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 all there is to it. If that's not, you know, if the, if some, if we do that and somebody runs into us, that's that's fair enough. VCC, Loki73, Stefan Selby's there. How are we, guys? Um, Dan, right, let's get into it. So today, the lineups, we had Saka in at left-back. We had Mustafi and Martinelli in. What do you think? Yeah, it's interesting because we've got Bellerin on the bench. We've got Holding um, on the bench as well. No sign of Pappy. Did he get a knock or concussion? Because I know he's had issues with he that. So that's um, and that's not good. It's it's interesting that he would use Mustafi when Holding played in the uh, the FA Cup game, didn't he? So yeah, I mean, Mustafi, I think, had a really good game. But with the rest of the lineup, I'm still not sure whether before the game whether Saka Martinelli and Maitland Niles Pepe is is going to work. But the more I watched the game, the more I thought, well, that that really is working. We've got our best goalkeeper. Um, I think the wing backs and, and wingers, they're working brilliantly together. This is after the game. Terea and Xhaka, they pick themselves. Ozil is a new player, and he said in today's programme, every, uh, along the lines of everything's changed now, everybody knows their role. 
and they've got team unity together. I mean, you saw after this, they all scored the goal, all hugging each other. It's brilliant to see. A couple of little things that um, if we'd have probably had um, Pappy playing, then maybe Louise would have upped his game a bit because those two have, bit, have got of a, a bit of a partnership going on. But it's nice to see that Mustafi came in and he, on, according to uh, who scored, he was the highest rated player of the game with a 7.6 and, and only Ozil and, and Xhaka got sevens. Well, seven three and a seven. I was really up. I, I don't see why everyone's so annoyed. We have gone from being absolutely dire, clueless, and no direction. And you can see even little things like we were running flat out until the eighty off minute, eighty odd minute. Seems every game we're getting another ten minutes of of um, of pace, ex- um, acceleration, fitness, uh, durability from the players. And I think there's plenty of things today. We were unlucky. I mean that goal. We'll come to it later, but that's a fluky goal. Uh, maybe there was a penalty that we could have had, but I'm not bothered. I, was, I quite enjoyed the game. I think we're doing well. We are. We are. We've progressed. Every game under Arteta, we have progressed from the last game, and that's what I want to see. I don't expect us to go and beat teams, but you, you are right. We were possibly robbed again, but that's football. I'm not, not, not possibly about it. That, you know, <laughs> if that's Liverpool, if that's United, if that's Spurs, it gets given. Yeah, okay. okay. you're about the Pepe one where, where two players ran into him. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. just sick of it now. It's just, you know, it's taking the piss. There's so many decisions gone against us where it's just not right. Chris Lodato, the magical Chris Lodato, part of ABW Pro Teams, just smashed into the, pe- the donation and he says it was a Stonewall penalty. It was. I'm just, you know, I'm sorry. People can turn around and say, oh, look, thought you ran into him. The leg's out. The legs out. It's as simple as that. It does make um, me wonder. I mean, maybe. I mean, the, the greatest referee in the history of the Premier League got an, an, an award today. So maybe he was on a little bit of a high from that. But yeah, cheers for that, Chris. And uh, very kind of you. Sir. We just have to keep on going on. And we, that is what we did. We kept you, on you, going you, you, on. You could actually just highlight every single one, which is given. Uh, has he deleted again? No, he only did one. The data's done. No, he's done it again. Oh, he's bloody hell, he's done it. Chris, stop it. Fucking hell. Stop it, Chris, for fucking. Oh, that means he's going to be hassling me on WhatsApp for pictures of my cats. Well, he said pussy then, but that'd be that'd oh, be inappropriate. Yeah. Oh, Nicky Wilson, look, he's stuffed too. Oh, they're not Dory Doos. Nick's right. Nick's, thank you for the donation, right. Nicky. It's magic. Mike's, Mike Dean's 500th game and Riley in the stand. Two bigger cheats you'll never find in a football pitch. I think that's Nikki's point. But uh, when yeah. you, you say, why don't people highlight it? But if you go to Twitter, the entire world no, uses no, 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 no. Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm talking with a club highlighting it. I'm talking about sooner or later, you have to take a stand. And if you turn yeah. on the Premier League and you say, hold up here, these, this is what's been given to other teams. This is not being given to us. Yeah, but you, we've seen so blatantly that, that, that like the, pen, the the sendings off and the fouls and that Liverpool are getting them and getting them on their side, and we're not getting them on our side. There's nothing oh, you can do. You can't go to the Premier League and complain. We haven't got David Dean on our side no, there, have we? Bollocks, okay? That's utter bollocks. If somebody's fucking bullying you, you smash them in the gob, okay? Yeah. You stand up for yourself, okay? As a club, right now, okay, you've got to turn and say, hold up, yeah? We're getting screwed. 
Yeah, realistically, what are the Premier League going to do? Pepe, I mean, uh, Bumyoung shouldn't have got a three-game ban for that. We appealed it, it stood. If that had been Son, he'd have wrote a little letter saying, oh, I'm not that kind of player, and they'd have let him off with a one-game ban. There's fuck all you can do about it. All you can do is play, keep on playing, keep on putting up with him and show them that no matter what the referees and the, the PMOL or whatever in the Premier League do, that we're going to carry on getting You've got to go to the start complaining. You've got to start complaining. If that was Ferguson, no you'd be on the door. Yes, well, that, it would. that's because it's Ferguson. We that's used to do it in the day of David Dean, and we'd get away with stuff like that. We don't have anybody representing Arsenal on the the FA board anymore, the Premier League board. Those days are long gone of us getting away with stuff when we when we used to, and we're paying. Some would say we're paying the price now. Some would say that Man United are paying the price for all the Fergie time and the Fergie years because they have got almost nothing that they get now compared to some of the other teams. The favourite teams in the Premier League is Liverpool and Man City and Spurs. They've been given nine penalties this year, you know, they have. Yeah, that's only in the Premier League. They've had uh, about another four in other competitions as well. But, yeah, nothing we can do. You can complain all you want. I would think that if we started complaining about it and shouting at the referee, it's only going to... You're only making it worse for yourself, as uh, Phil said. I'm sorry. You fucking... The Premier League are going to listen and they're going to go, we're very sorry. Okay, we'll stop that right away. No, they're not. They're going to do fuck all about it because they don't give a fuck about Arsenal. Dan, Dan, I'm sorry, okay, you're rolling over and I'm barely tickled by these assholes. you got to stand up to them. Oh, I like that. Okay, I fucking, I, I, not my bag of, not my, not my dear fun, mate. I guess let's get into it. Um, to be fair, Sheffield United, they started off pretty well. Um, you know, it, 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 the game started, both our teams having a go at each other. Uh, Norwood picked up an early tackle for being late on, la- an early yellow, yellow card, sorry being late on Lacazette. I even saw Ozil winning the ball back after being dispossessed. Um, yeah, it was a typical sort of Premier League game. And, you know, Sheffield United have been brilliant this season. To be fair to Chris Wilder, he's got them playing well. They're not a team full of stars and they came out to play, didn't they? They have uh, making the absolute most of their abilities of their players. And he is squeezing every ounce of ability and skill and luck out of those players because they were lucky to get the goal. They've just given him a four and a half year new contract. And lots of, uh, I was watching another podcast and they had um, a Sheffield United fan on. They said, it's just the greatest era that he can remember in the times of Sheffield United. If we think back, we remember the days of Dave Bassett and uh, who was the other one? The, um, the one who's a Sheffield United fan, the manager. He was there for a, a while. Always a bit gobby, northern bloke. I don't know. Yeah, and, and they're just saying that he's, he's a magnificent manager and they're loving it. And Yeah, they are definitely riding their luck. And uh, like both games, they've had, uh, what, did they beat us the first time? So they've had four points off of us this season. Yeah. We've and, five points against them. I mean, it's a yeah. goal was ruled out in the last game. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> It's, uh, but I'd rather, rather than complaining and going moaning about stuff that we can't change, I'd rather to look at the amount of positive stuff that we got from today's game. Even if you just look at the one most positive thing, the fact that we ran for 85 minutes, that was just fantastic to see. Martinelli, I mean, one of the points in the game, he ran all the way back to our box, tackled someone, got the ball and gave it to someone to make yet another attack. We got the, we got the Lacazette, um, not Lacazette, I don't want to talk about Lacazette. We got the two, the lads on the wings over, when was the last time we had? Let's get into the game. Let's let's get into the game. So you had Mustafi tackled from behind by McBurney in the box. He'd screwed up initially, but Burnie falls into him. Um, McDean ignores it, okay? Um, I, I just found that a bit strange that McBurney did well initially, but then fell into him, 
it's a free kick, it's nobody's fault, but it wasn't given. It, it, it was a bit bizarre, wasn't it? You would like to sit down with it, like Mike, you were suggesting that I think wouldn't happen. Sit down to the FA and go, look, can we just go through all of our games this season in the Premier League? We'd like to, we've, we've, we've got an Emery style um, uh, PowerPoint presentation. We'd like to show you the FA and, and the, 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 uh, the Referees Association. Look, this one here, why did that happen? Then compare it to another team, then compare it to something. Go, look, constantly, you, these decisions aren't going to get for us. But there again, that's always been the way for Arsenal. For years and years, we've, we haven't had stuff go for us. And we can even moan about it or put up with it. But so many little things like that are just so annoying. Yeah, it's can, a bit bizarre. We could um, send you and John down to the FA to, to smash them up, but... I don't, at the moment, I'm ready for it. Okay. You don't um, like the English FA at the best of times. JSS, we're going to ask that later. Um, and Mr. Arsenal Podcast, is that Ryan? Yeah. Um, we'll ask that as well, pal. That will be in question sections. Um, boom, boom, boom. I'm not sure I've lost my place now. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm rubbish today. Um, Sheffield United then took control of the game. They were on top, weren't they? They started control- dictating the play. They had um, they weren't having really more of the ball, but they were far more um, productive than we were. All over the pitch. I thought we were really productive. I mean, you look at the minutes. I, I thought they were on top first. Oh, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I, I did miss the first five minutes because uh, I, I got up a little bit late. That's why you messaged me. Go, Are you up? And I said, Yeah. And I think you were quite surprised. I was up and watching the I game. Going to do a one man show today. <laughs> I'd never let you down. Yes. So, um, yeah, that, but I think initially that, that we, in the Wenger days, which I think Arteta is slightly copying, quite often we would just sit back for the first 10 minutes of the game and let them show us their cards, see what, show us their hand, see what they're going to do, and just let them do what they're going to do. And then you can get some idea of what their plan is, what their shape is, who's doing what. And I think that's what we may have done for the first 10 minutes. I, that yellow card they got, I don't think that was part of their plan. So, uh, but they are a good team. They're, they're they're all playing together. They've got that team unity that we have been looking for for the last eighteen months, and now finally we have got that team unity and all the little pieces towards us being a really good team that are falling into place one by one. And I think it's really interesting, and uh, yeah, it gives me hope for the future. Mm. There must have been some things today that that brought a little smile to your. Your, your cheeky chops. Not a massive amount, mate. No, not really. <laughs> JSS AFC pops in with a bloody donation. Um, uh, thank you very much, pal. I think that's a new person. I don't recognise that name before. Well, you're very welcome, mate. Welcome you are. To box. And thank you so much. That's very kind of you. Give us your address. We'll come round and give you a little tickle under the armpits. For We're going to bring creativity up in a bit, guys. There's a couple of comments in there, and I think they're really interesting. Um, right, so to a creative bit, you're a great ball from Lacazette to Pepe. Um, Pepe then crosses to Martinelli. He had a poor first touch, and I can't really remember if it was the ball was smashed into him or it was just a, a bad first touch. But he he puts a really good cross in then to Martinelli. Martinelli smashes it on the volley, but he's way out. You know, you, you've got you really really. You've got to, it's got to be a worldy to score from there. What minute are we up to here? Because I've I've put minutes behind my notes. It's about twenty fourth uh, minute around there. Uh, okay, here we go. More great work by Pepe. Threads it through to Martinelli, who then shoots and misses. It was a little bit concerning the fact that he he didn't miss on his own side. He missed it and put it completely apart. He's attacking for the left hand side of the goal. Comes across the front of the goal and goes out to the right hand side. What? Or someone? Someone made you laugh. <laughs> 
JSS, you've been there. Love you guys, been listening for years. I've been cheap because I have three kids to support. We support wolves, sorry. Why? I thought you have three kids that support wolves. I've been to wolves once, it's a lovely ground. <laughs> Brilliant. I love, I'm sorry, it's just tickling me. So, yeah, not, not being funny, I, I thought it was a great cross from Martin, from yeah. Pepe. He recovered well, but his poor first touch stopped him from driving forward. Did he do it left-footed as well? Did he do it right-footed? I can't remember. I, I think know, he I, did it right-footed, probably. You know, it, it was it was it was a bit of a it was just it was just frustrating because you wanted to see him on the front foot. You really wanted to see him attack the back four. But the speed but, that Pepe put that ball across, I mean, lucky that he got it anyway. I managed to get a touch to it. Yeah, There's plenty of Premier League players with a decade's worth of experience of playing in the Premier League that allowed to hit him in the face and put him on their ass. He's got the reactions of a gnat. It's phenomenal, yes. It's phenomenal. Um, then we have um, another good ball to Martinelli. He can't quite connect um, from Pepe again. Really, really. Um, he, it was a really mazy run from him. Yeah. Initially, him and, and, Mark, and Mustafi initially were trading passes. And then he showed magical feet to drive forward. That's what you want to see from him, isn't it? That's what you want to see from Pepe, driving forward, ball at feet, having a go. Oh, about the 30 seconds. Do you put minutes by your notes? No, I just... Okay, so I've got... I think I've got the one. You're on 30 second yeah. minute. That was a superb attacking bit of play from all four, four of the front four and the wing back. So I think that includes uh, the run by, by Pepe. Is to, to, uh, Some of the... Well, and I've said it a couple of times, but the interplay that we are getting... With with Ashley and Pepe no, on the no, right, no, no, that's about 20, 20 minutes in. All uh, right, yeah, but the interplay that we are getting. How many? Remember back in the end of the Wenger days, we were finally getting it. A bit of Theo and um, Bellerin on the right hand side, and then on the left hand side, it'd be those two on there. I think if you've got two players that you're right. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about. I've just seen a, a bus go past your window. When you get angry, you should just go out and just shake your fist at the people at the bus. I clean you bastards! I, I cleaned my windows today. <laughs> I've got someone to clean mine on next Friday. But no, the point is that um, you were saying there, I was saying that all, uh, the entire attacking four, front four, plus the wing backs are all involved in so many moves today. And it's great having a relationship, a partnership on either of those wings with the fullbacks because although he's dropped Kalasnic today and brought in Saka, and you can see why he's done that, because Saka was getting back. And then as soon as Saka was attacking, Xhaka yeah. was going in at the left side and making a back three. And yeah. all these little things, they're just tickling me, Jace. I'm, I'm just happy. To, and to I'm, be I'm really happy. To be fair, okay, I, I, I love what I'm seeing from, from Arteta. He's got a vision on how he wants the team to play, okay? yeah. and he's implementing it on the pitch. With injuries, etc., I'm not sure if we have the personnel to really drive it forward okay, at the moment, but you can see progression. You can see clear progression. You can see a, a clear team ethos, and you can see a clear will from Arteta in what he wants to do, how he wants to execute it. Okay, now the you know the execution at the moment, I think you know you you clearly see talent from Pepe. Yeah, I, I expect more from him though. He's a seventy-two million pound player. Not his fault. He's given that price tag. But let's get something straight to Kedo. He needs to be delivering a bit more. Right. Um. The back four, yeah, you know, they're not great. It doesn't matter what you put out there at the moment. 
they, you know, they, 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 we've got a couple of clean sheets recently and we've seen clear improvement because we're keeping hold of the ball more, which is really good to see. But we need a bit more athleticism in midfield. Um, you've also got Lacazette, who's he's working hard. You can see he's working hard. His work written there, but you know he he couldn't score in a brothel. He's he's, he's awful at the moment. You know, ball of feet. Yeah. He's awful at the moment. You've saw a couple of good, a couple of good passes for him today, but I wouldn't I wouldn't back him one on one at the moment. I just wouldn't. He he doesn't seem to be confident. He seems very frustrated, and of course with Aubameyang out then, that's causing you problems, isn't it? Certainly is. We've got a good point here from David Atkin. Dave Atkinson agreeing with you. He says, we have been chated by VAR twice now against Sheffield United and was definitely a pen against Pepe. And in the away game, in the away game, there was definitely a pen against Papa. I think we need to change our, our name too. And uh, he ran out of words. Oh, there we go. To Liverpool or Man United. <laughs> then, yeah. So he, he, he agrees exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But um, it's yeah, lacquer, it's... It's not. It's not like he's. He's not. He's, he's changed the kind of way that he has to play the game. If he was just playing up front, and it had been the old way of playing in a four-four-two, and he was just one of the players up front, he'd probably do better. But we are getting attacking from the Martinelli on the left, Aubameyang on the left, um, Pepe on the right. He's getting chances. His hmm. first touch is an abortion at the moment. I did think it was a little bit um, at, or a little, I don't know what the word is, but when he took that free kick, which I don't think he should have taken, he it went miles over, or went over, and then he was substituted immediately. I don't know if that was maybe Arteta going, nah, you, you, I'm not giving you any more time, bringing on Eddie. It's lovely to see Eddie come on, but something does need to be done. It's, you'd have thought by now that he was uh, he, w- he would have had a score goal. That's what's that, five or six Premier League games now about a goal. Personally, I don't have a problem with it. I think we've got enough attacking Ooh. options to score but you've seen this. Uh, I'm just going to have a look at our um, thing. That's now we've scored one goal in our last three games, and then we scored two against United, one against Chelsea, one against Bournemouth. Yeah, but the point is again, they're all coming through a Bamian. Lacazette yeah. is not scoring. No. And when you're when you're a, when you're a 50 million pound striker, you need to be in the back of the net. His first touch has gone to hell. Okay, his, his first touch has just left the building. And that's an issue for us. It's a sign of a desperate player. It'll come, it will come good. It's not like he's never going to score for us again, but we can't keep... I see your point. We keep getting these games where it's only one goal and we even need to defend more or score more. He's taking 200 quid a week out of the club, 200 grand a week out of the club. Right? Yeah, he's trying hard. I've got no problem with that. Okay, but do not, do not tell me, okay, that that's good enough from him. He's got to be scoring goals. He has, and he knows that, and everybody knows that. So, what, what do we do? Do we sell him? Do you keep on? You do? No, um, he's, he's, he's just we've got to get him to deliver. Okay, how do um, we do that? That's the question. That's, that's our Tetas job, isn't it? That's our Tetas job. And do you think he's going to do it? I hope so. I hope so. I think you know that it, it's one of the things that you know. This is where he gets paid the money. Yeah, this a is lot, where he gets paid the money. So a lot look. Of- a lot of people here in the chat box like this one from Morpheus Jones. He hangs around the outside of the box too much and doesn't have the stamina or the pace to get into the box to get on the end of the moves. Now, there's been quite a few people that have questioned his um, his stamina, his pace, his ability. He's only 28, though. Has that injury had a long-term effect on him? Because he was a goal machine at Leon, wasn't he? 
I don't know. I don't know what's happening. And it gets back to the game. Okay. Um, we get Norwood firing over after confusion in the in our defence. Torreira shoots straight at Henderson, um, and then you get a ball straight into Torreira's face from Fleck. Accidental. There's a bit of follow through as he carries on the motion. Fair play to Torreira. I thought Torreira played very well today, and phew, he took one for the team, there, didn't he? That's uh, that's why he is as hard as nails, and he is what someone put in here that we, they listed four or five players that we should keep, and he is one player and one of our most important players. And you've seen that now that he's come back and he's playing in his proper position, and he's got the freedom to go out there and kick people and get stuck in. He's magnificent. He's with so many years we've cried out for a, a defensive midfielder like that, and one who's not going to shirk his responsibilities, not um, um, dive out of the way of balls coming at him. He doesn't care. He's, he's an ugly little troll and he doesn't probably care about being kicked in the face and he stayed on. And did, why did he change his pat his shorts? Did he shit himself? Blood, blood him. Blood huh? him. Oh, good. good. I was hoping it wasn't another Gary Lineker uh, World Cup 90 all over again. That would have been embarrassing. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Then we come to the goal, uh, Dan. A great cross from Saki. You see some a really good uh, teamwork from us. Everybody kind of participated Good fluid passing, and Saka shows a bit of drive. Is direct, okay? Gets a bit of luck with the deflection on the cross. Fair play, Martinelli gets in the position and finishes. No messing about, doesn't he? Lovely to see. I I, I was watching it on um on a, on a stream because the uh, the Premier League are scumbags, and my notes were Saka, Laka, Saka, Ozil, Laka, Martinelli. Put it in from about three foot out. Great team goal. The goal may not have been magnificent because it had been harder to, to miss it than it would be to have scored it. But it was, like you were saying, Masaka, fantastic build-up. I lost track of all the Akers and the Ickers and the Ockers that were going on there, so I couldn't keep track of it all. But it shows that Saka has come on immensely, hasn't it? And I'm surprised that Nelson didn't get um, a game because Nelson that Nelson wants to play down that left-hand side. Now we've got Martin, we've got Aubameyang down that left. We've got Saka, who, who was playing more often playing better than he is playing badly, also played the full 90 minutes, which is brilliant to see. So that makes me wonder that if when Aubameyang does come back, he might be playing up front with Saka left and, uh, and Pepe right. Um, Nelson's injured, mate. To be honest with you, okay, let's, let's, get, let's get something straight, okay? Saka's form has come back since he's been playing left-back. Hmm. Left-wing back, yeah. The, yeah, the pressure's off him now. When he was playing as a winger, yes. there's pressure on him to deliver, right? Huh? The pressure's off. He can just concentrate. He's getting a bit of protection. And today, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was really, really good, okay? Um, he, he, his work rate and attitude... You cannot fault. Okay, you so just, do you think that maybe the manager? You know, a lot of Wenger used to get the players when they were young to play in different positions. Do you think we could get seen a few games him playing left wing, or do you think because of our left left back left wing back issue, he's just going to be playing in that left wing back position? Because it's 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 so good. Because when if you've got Martinelli playing at left wing, then their right back is going to be covering Martinelli, and that gives Martinelli will then drag him off, and then Saka can come in and get like he did get those crosses in. Look at the moment. Arteta is formulating his style of play, okay? And the one thing we didn't do under Emery, we didn't cover ourselves when we were pushing the wing, the full-backs up high, okay? I see yeah, your sucking sod here says, EMN is no right-back. He's done much better since Arteta's arrival, but he's still no right-back. Also, not a fan of Bellerin. But it doesn't matter what we think, to be honest. All we got at the moment, mate. That's all we got. 
I'm, luckily for us, he is adapting and becoming a better player to yeah. cover up that position. It's just uh, that's more luck than judgment. But this is the thing, okay? You see quite a lot at, at the moment. People either lauding players, oh, they're magnificent, they're fantastic. You know, I, I, I've heard it all. Or will will Hector get win his place back now? You know, they just leave them play out. You know, this is this is a period of time where Arteta is finding out about his squad, and you know, come the summer. Right, we will we will see what come what goes in and out. Those will be, um, uh, you know, Arteta's decision, Arteta, Edu, and Raul's decisions. Then, but you know, he's finding out about his squad at the moment. And I think I think I think Maitland Niles has done well. Yeah, you know, a couple of poor moments today, but players have poor moments in matches. Yeah, especially when it's when they're young and that's not his given position. Yeah, that's just one of the things. You know, it's I like, applaud both of them. It's like people talking about, you know, beginning the season when people talk about Tierney, Hector and Holding. Christ, you'd have thought Rob Holding was Paolo Maldini, the way people are talking about him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, That's I, what we do, though, isn't it? We, we, we overhype a player, build him up, and then when they oh, take a mistake, we go, That's it, shit, sell him. I, I genuinely, I genuinely just fucking lose the will to live sometimes, okay? Rob Holding's a very good young player. He's finding his way back from a really serious injury. He's going to have good moments. He's going to have bad moments. You've just got to give him time. The same with Hector, the same with Tierney, yeah? But, you know, we've got a back we've got. Um, and it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, I was really pleased to see the way that... I, th- I felt that was a really good team goal at the end and showed what we can do. And the but, celebration you know, after was fantastic, wasn't it? The way yeah. they're all together... But yeah. it, how many times did we see in, in the last 18 months where a player would score and then he'd just walk back on their own or they'd give a little wave and carry on going? There was just no team unity. And that's what I'm on about, these little things that are happening. It just made me go, that's one, that's one more piece of the puzzle that is pulling together all over the place. So many great things. And OK, well, there's the little bad thing, but the, the good things are outweighing the bad things every game now, aren't they? Let, let, me, let me ask you this. I, I, I thought yeah. today, and I thought, OK, so if you want to compare now... Um, Arteta, okay, versus the Emery era, okay. So stats for today, right? Sixty-three percent possession we had. We had five shots to their four in the first half. Three shots on target to zero for them. One corner for us, two for them. Two fouls by us, seven for them. Okay, but the one thing that really, really impressed me was, as much as they were pressing us. We were always had a man spare to play out from the back. Okay, we may have to take our time with it now and again. Okay, but the way you could see Mustafi, Luis, etc., moving into position, we always had a man spare, didn't we? And uh, quite often we see the ball played out from the back, given to Mustafi. Mustafi and Luis would do a couple of one twos back together, and then it'd be down to Luis would be the one who, like we have said for ages ago, Luis would be the one. If anyone's playing it out of defence, it's got to be him with his ability and his passing range and all that stuff. And then it was really good. And on the odd occasion when Sheffield United did attack, like you were saying, that we always had someone there. We we beat them on pace. I think we built them, beat them on um, positional awareness and all these other things that you need to build up plays. Just our final, the only thing about today that wasn't right was our, um, our, our our final shot, the the last thing that we did with the ball. And that will come good after a while. But Sheffield United really looked looked knackered. And if you'd have a, if you'd have taken the two goals out of that game and then I said to someone, yeah, look, here's the highlights of that game. Who do you think won? They'd have said Arsenal would have won that two or three nil easily. We should have done, but for Maybe. poor finishing. But that that will come good. 
I'm not. I'm not worried. Okay. Um, but, Julian, right, Salmon, Julian Salmon, Michael Harneman will ask those in the question section, lads. Don't worry. Um, Archie's okay. got it there. Arsenal's that... problem is finishing games off. Yeah, it is. It is at the moment. But let's get into the game. We'll, we'll cover the game off first. Then we've got questions, etc. Okay. Um, second half starts. We start off. We we're attacking. Ozil driving forward a bit too much on the pass for Martinelli. Um, you got Lennon doing nuts and McBurney playing out from the back. You had a phen- phenomenal cross from Saka. It's one of the most beautiful crosses I've seen in a long time. And not one player, not one player attacking the box. That frustrated me. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's because that he's he's the forward. If you know, see Martinelli running down that left wing, and then you forget you're one of the forwards. You think, right, I'm going to get forward because that's his job to get the ball across and maybe to try and score a goal. But when you've got Saka doing that, he's so quick. I think he's getting ahead of people, and you think, is he going to lay it off to someone? But you have to play with someone for quite a while, don't you? I don't know how many games, but you're going to have to play a season with someone before you go, well, yeah, Saka's got the ball right. Be ready to get up there and get ready for the cross because he's. it's been, it's great to see players putting crosses in, but I like to see like the kind of, when we have um, uh, Tyranny playing there, his crosses are low and brilliant. I think more time we need lower crosses and slower crosses and maybe signal to the players or some, I don't know, maybe they have some kind of uh, thing where they can let other players know they're making a run. But I just think the problem with that Saka thing was, like you were saying, magnificent cross, but people weren't ready for it. Maybe they weren't expecting yeah, but, it. They're not going to be the professional footballers. They should be. This is the basic of the game. But okay. that comes I, down to our finishing and being ready. And the, It's the last third of the pitch. It, it comes down to the fact that we don't have players who attack the box because we got rid of them. So and if you think a bit about a bummy on playing there today rather than Lacazette, we could have won that 4-0, 4-1, wouldn't we? I'm not sure about that, mate. I'm not sure... But it's brilliant at finishing up chances. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Let's wait and see. Right, a quick shout out to Matt Beaumont. He says, Evening, boys. Evening, Matt. How are you? Um, Arsenio Wonga, Gemini Jedi, Don One, um, David. Uh, who else is in there? Do, 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 do. Oh, well, I've mentioned Archie on me. Um, who have I missed? I've missed somebody, and I'm sorry. Carly Doyle Goon and Kevin LeBeck. Um, say hello yeah. to David. I've known him for about 15 years. I've said hello to David. We'll say hello again. Hello, David. He's in America and he likes waffles. Yeah, well. But there you go. <laughs> then we get down, okay, we get Paul Duck um, with an elbow on soccer. It's, it's not intentional, to be fair to him, but it's still an elbow to the face. It's a flying elbow. No, you know, no action taken against him. Then you see Baldock. Yeah, that was a bit weird, wasn't it? I like the fact that Martinelli didn't drop down and roll around 59th minute, cheeky elbow to the chops. Even little Saka. things like huh? It was Saka. Oh, Martinelli got one later on, the 59th minute. Martinelli got hit in the face as well. Yeah, wait for the question, please. All I heard, Jace, was elbow. And I got carried away. And I got ahead of myself. I'm un- I don't do that usually. One. Oh, didn't. right. So in any case, the bulldog elbow sock in the face. Okay, it's not intentional, but it is a flying elbow. Okay, then in the very next piece of play, he has to take Saka out of um off the ball, stop and get the byline. Picks up a yellow card. Did you think he deserved the first yellow card? Because it would have been harsh. To be fair, it would uh, have been harsh because it was it wasn't intentional. Probably not. No, it's because it was. Uh, I don't remember the incident. 
I think I vaguely remember it, but I was mixing it up with the other one. Just uh, well, you've got to be careful with VAR and all these other things. Well, if it's against Arsenal, you do what you want. You kick and foul as much as you want. You'll get away with it. But with with VAR now, all it's going to take is a referee to hear it and go. Oh, actually, uh, are they allowed to look back at for yellow cards? Is it only no red cards only? Yeah. Red card. So elbow away, you're going to get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was frustrating. Um, we then see Leno saving um, oh, uh, from a cross. I say it's a cross after we get turn of a ball and our break. Um, Jaka tries threading the eye of the needle between two players. Gets the ball turned over. Um, next corner, Leno misses the thing and Jaka has to clear off the line. We started to come apart at the seams a bit, didn't we? Yeah, roughly what minute are we up to here? Up to about no, the late seventies. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, you could see us tiring a little bit, but that was only maybe in the last ten minutes. But Sheffield United had made a few substitutions. They one of their players came on and he was giving it the old gang signs, telling people what formation he was going to play. And I think at that point, Sheffield United started to change their game. We weren't attacking as much; they were getting involved a bit more. Um, I think he read what we were going to do. Just to, I'm surprised Sheffield United didn't do this earlier on because we were we were running right with them. Every time we got the ball, we were running down, and every time they they had it and they tried to make an attack, we had a, we had someone there to, to break it up and get it off them. You could kind of think, oh, hold on, we need maybe we need to make another another a substitution or two here because personally, I'd like to have seen Ceballos come on and probably possibly replace Özil. Um, I don't nice and Nketiah come on and do it, but I don't think that was possibly the right situation. When you're one nil up and you're against a team that are, are, are we're going to get to that now. The next piece of action, Pepe taken down in the box. It's a clear <laughs> penalty. Okay, yeah. The leg is out. The leg is hanging out. He runs towards the ball, and he goes over the leg. Okay, it's a. You can't. You won't see a clear penalty anywhere ever, and yet Mike Dean waves it away, and VAR says no because on the basis that they don't think it's clear enough an error from Dean to, to give it. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, sixty eighth minute. I put Pepe going past players like they're old men. Collision in the box, no pen. I thought. Well, hold on a second. The only only thing they could have is he was running across the width of the box slightly because he was gonna he'd come along the right hand side, come in from the right hand side of the box, running across the box, and then he he was gonna make a turn and go in and have a shot. I mean, he's he would have put that top left hand corner. So, yeah, like people are saying, uh, it's it's a clear pen. What can you do when these sort of things aren't given? Arteta must have been going mental about it. Uh, like Chris Lodato says, fucking penalty all day. Um, Archie says clear pen. I think um, not just because we're we're Arsenal fans. Oh, Loki says no pen for me. The ball had gone, no contact. There was clear contact there, Loki. Sorry, he touched his leg. It's, it, it, it's clear contact there. You can see it from every angle. It's clear contact. He's played the ball. He stopped him reaching it. It doesn't matter. You know, it's a it's a clear penalty. Um, yeah, Archie's, he clipped him. No contact. You having a laugh? Yes, Archie agrees. And Debbie sums it up. Fuck Mike Dean. That should be the name. If this show had a title, that's what it should be called. I've got to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I just, I just look at it and I just think, how's this clown get paid? I, I just, I just, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Big Bap in 90 says Pepe was laughing. It was falling for being touched. No, he wasn't. Just wasn't. 
Um, and you know, it's a clear penalty. It, it's just to think of this. Not, I, I don't know what sport you're watching, to be honest. With you. Um, sorry, but that's the way I look at it. So, you know, we get fucked over there. You then see Lacazette taking off on Aketia. Why do you think he took the free kick? I know there was one recently where we took the free kick and Pepe didn't take his wrong foot. He's desperate for yeah. more. Uh, I, 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 and this is the this is the problem I now have with Lacazette. Okay, his desperation to score is now affecting the team because you know if you look at Pepe's delivery from set piece, okay, Pepe, that's Pepe's ball all day long. That's Pepe's ball all day long. That's Pepe's free kick. But no, you know Lacazette's got to take it. He misses, and the problem is maybe Pepe would have missed possibly because of the desperation. That Lacazette is showing, you can see his frustration on the pitch. I feel for the guy, but you know, it, it, it's just it's a it's a joke. You know, Arteta needs to sit down with him and work this out. He needs to relax and start play, you know, and 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 start sort of going through the motions of of, of getting his game back on track. But you know, why is he taking that free kick? You you, you wouldn't have seen him taking that free kick normally, would you? No. Do you think maybe that's why Arteta took him off straight after that? Maybe had he annoyed him no, by taking the free kick? No, no. Yeah, for a while. Uh, I wasn't taking any notice of the um, the lineup there, and then with the touch, mm-hmm. the bench area. Yeah, it's just a shame. That's all. Well, as Nicky Wilson's put here, Yorkshire ball referee mafia. Now, wasn't there a, um, a, a blog recently in the last few years that that almost all Premier League referees are from the north? Most of them are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That's probably why I'm in Spurs, get it, because it gets loads of decisions. But maybe we need a few more uh, secret gooners refing stuff, don't we? I, I don't I, ever I, remember one coming out as a gooner. I thought Mike Dean was a, um, like, uh, a Tranmere boy. He's from Merseyside, isn't he? Oh, is that the old, he's a Liverpool fan from Liverpool. So I, I support Tranmere. That's a little bit like a Spurs one saying that he's a Barnet fan. Because you have to state what team you support, didn't you? Hmm. Um, we then come to the Fleck goal, mate. Oh dear, go on, Jace. Poor Deep breaths. Um, there's nobody on on Fleck. The cross comes in. Our shape isn't too bad, but because there's no pressure on Fleck, he gets a clear shot. Um, he cleverly he does it a la um, Ozil. Hits the ball yeah. into the ground. A slight deflection off Maitland Niles. And Leno's got no chance. Desperately, desperately disappointing. Um, we couldn't stop the ball coming in. We lost lost a little bit of shape in midfield. Um, the back, none of the back four got anywhere near him. Um, it was just, it was just annoying, wasn't it? Well, it's, uh, you, you're not going to expect a bloke who, when they're, they're attacking and they need a goal to get the draw, and you're not expecting a bloke to have the ball on the left-hand side and then hit it against the floor from such a narrow angle. And then if it wouldn't have hit Maitland-Niles, I think Leno would have got a paw to it. But but it's just such bad luck. We've had so many times this season where teams have scored shit goals. If we'd have scored that, we'd have been going, oh, that's a masterclass of of uh, like when, when you do um, headers. Um, some of our players in the past have gone, you head it down. And if you head it down, then the referees, the, the goalkeeper's knackered because you don't know where that the, the spin on the ball, which directions it's going to go in. But that is some skill. For to get that ball so quickly, hit it against the floor and go in. Ow, you fuck. Don't stick your nails in me. Fuck off. Jesus Christ, the cat's just attacked me. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> sorry about that. They jump up at me when they want something. Just bad, just bad luck, and sums up Arsenal, doesn't it? It just sums up our luck at the moment. But our luck will change. Just a matter of time, Jace. I've got faith in the process and I've got faith in the manager, okay? But yeah. I'm really disappointed by the way we defended as an unit there, okay? Um, you know, AMN's got to be closer to Fleck there. He's got to be. Is it a breakdown in communication that causes it? Is it just he's lost his man? I'm not really sure. We ha- I haven't played it back enough to be able to see that. But, um, you know, we didn't stop the cross to him at source either. And that's disappointing. So, you know, it, it, it was it was a really good shot from Fleck. You've got to give the boy credit. You know, fair play to him. Good credit. Credit where it's due, okay? At least but, he got it on target. I, I mean, look, he says that the, the equaliser was coming. I didn't think it was at that point. I thought they'd had their fair share of the ball. They'd had chances. But don't think anything, you know, the, the, maybe the um, Jacques off the line um, at the corner was it was a good chance then, but other than that, I don't think they really threatened us. Okay, but um, uh, I'm start. We're going to come to the op- the pressing in question later. I've got it in the thing in the question section. But it, you know, <laughs> credit to Fleck, but I was disappointed by the way he handled that. Who um, Fleck? Uh, uh, the way we handled it. Yeah, oh. no, we should have defended that situation better, but Fleck. You know, Fleck, I thought that was a brilliant finish. Uh, give him credit. Um, if you get the ball on target, then you've done your job. It's just down to the opposition's defence and goalkeeper to make sure your shot on target doesn't go in. And unlucky yeah. today, there's nothing we could have done about it other than... Um, but if you, I suppose if you're Leno or Arteta, you're going to look at that and go, fuck it, we, if that wouldn't have taken a deflection, it, it probably wouldn't have gone in. Yeah. Because that just moves the ball up and to the right a little bit. Um, I... I, I I don't know, I don't know, but no, look, we should have defended better. I think there's yeah. no way. Here we go. Chad Leo 85 says, at least Mustafi was good. I yep. think the stadium negativity is ending players, Arsenal careers, booing and all. I mean, you look at that, there's still people going on about the Xhaka business, you know, or he hasn't apologized to us. I, I, I've got to be honest with you. When I hear these uh, people saying, oh, why hasn't Xhaka apologized? I think you can all go fuck yourselves, to be honest with you. You know, no, 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 let's, be, let's be straight, okay? We all like having an opinion, okay? We all have having an opinion, right? We'll all slag off players, we'll all be right at times, and we'll all be wrong at times, right? None of us are impervious to being wrong. Um, it's going to happen. But when you've got 60,000 people booing you, yeah, I'm victimizing. In my opinion, that's just, it, I just thought it was horrendous, okay? Well, the whole Mustafi and Tracker situation with the booing. Oh, fuck me. And then, oh, my, he hasn't apologised. Fuck off. Well, is that because of the question we had on the podcast midweek? Uh, no, I heard it. I heard it on the, uh, the Gunas part as well, okay? Yeah, but then... Uh, yeah, but, but, our... Go on, sorry. My point is, okay, you know, I, I've heard it elsewhere. Ah. I've heard it elsewhere from people, okay? And I've heard it elsewhere from people, and they're acting as if they're offended. Why hasn't he apologised to us? Let me explain to you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Why the fuck should he? Okay. If it was me, I'd be telling you to fuck off every day of your life. You'd be up in front of the beak for hitting the players, the fans. <laughs> you know, honestly. You'd have gone full cantoner. I, I'd, I'd love to be an MP. I'd love to be an MP. You wouldn't be allowed. Oh, fuck me. But do you anyway, know what I mean? 
talking about that question, Glenn messaged. I mean, you might have seen it in the, the podcast DMs. Um, Glenn's coming on to a show um, maybe next week or the week after. Uh, oh, Corey is coming on to a show uh, met this Wednesday, which is uh, our friend Corey Austin. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Glenn said, I'd ask Glenn if he'd like to come on. And he said he was talking about his question and he said he liked the way we answered it. And it has made him think about. Um, um, his question, because he was quite annoyed about the whole Jacques and not apologising thing. I can't remember his exact words, but he said, yeah, you lot made a good point. That um, that was it, really. I'm getting off topic, Chase. Quick shout at me. I, I, look, I get it, mate. I get, I, I've, I've pondered enough with you. I know who you are. Okay? <laughs> you know, I'm a, well, that's, that sounds I'm, like I'm going to wake up one morning and find you staring at me through the window. I'm expecting this. But this is the thing, okay, you know, you know it, it's like, guess what? How would you react if there's 60,000 people booing you? To tell I'm you everything. I'm giving it wanker signs everywhere. You know what I mean? player back in the day who dropped his pants and mooned people when he did it. <laughs> yeah, because right. yeah, this is the thing. On that, okay, Ian Wright's slagging off from uh, Xhaka. Yeah, Ian Wright would tell France to fuck off hanging out, changing the window. You self-righteous bastard, you know. I was, I was there the day that Ian Wright stuck his ass out of the changing room windows yeah. at Highbury. And uh, Ever, was, he did it just as, um, I think it was the last game of the season after he beat Everton. And uh, I was there and uh, the whole crowd, and they were all standing there and all squashing me against the pavement. I nearly got squished. To, there's been all I can't believe you get squashed. Actually, they had about five Arsenal fans all gather around me, make a thing, going, there's a bloke in a chair here, you'll fucking squash him against the pavement. And they made I'm people move away. If it was me, I'd have found a fucking steep hill and pushed you down it. You'd have gone into that. You'd have gone into that uh, that building where he plays. Will you please, 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 fuck off? And you'd have gone in that window and just you'd have elbow dived me from the window. You'd have had me oh. gone full WWF. Fuck the pandas. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I just it's just a bit of fun, and then let's put a bit of fun on this. Um, we then see United with their tails up. Um, you know, uh, to be fair, um, we had an effort on goal from a staff in a corner, and that was about it. It's a disappointing ending to um, to a game where I thought in the second half, we you know we're going to go on three points and start a run going here. Uh, how do you feel about the game? But you, you do do you agree with me that you think from game to game we are improving? You can see definite improvements game to game. Look, I, I look at where we were under Unai and under Freddie, and I think we've come. I feel I think we've come a hell of a long way. Yeah. Okay. Um, the problem we've got is we've got to start turning draws into wins. I right? know there's no you, you, we can't have these excuses all the time. We've had enough possession today. Okay. We, we, we've, our big problem is Alexander Lacazette is so far out of form, okay, it's criminal, right? And I, I keep on going on about this. We, we, we let, you know, he likes players coming off him, right? He likes players coming up, uh, coming up the park, getting into the box, playing off him, okay? You know, he likes to turn and get shots away off and go. We've, you know, we've got a real problem that we don't have the midfielders to do that. Okay, if you look at the midfield, if you look at our bench today, the bench is very young. Yes, there's a lot of talent there. Okay, but Jesus wept. What are we, you know, what what are we trying to do? I, I'm really concerned about where what we do with the squad in the summer. I don't think much is going to happen this January transfer window. 
And we, we were two and a bit Darwin. weeks in, and we've not really done anything apart from looking at a dodgy left back who, who Chris said I think he didn't do his unpopular opinion. I think so. That means it's a fact that he's he's an injury prone average player. Well, you know, it's um, know. It, it, it's one of those it's one of those things where you know we need more athleticism in the middle of the park. Okay. Um, but Lacazette needs to start scoring. You know, he needs to start scoring. Um, but, you know, let's, let's get on with it. Um, did you enjoy the game? Yes, I did. I'm looking, taking the pass. I was on the phone to Sean the entire time on WhatsApp video. And uh, so I wasn't listening to the commentary. So I uh, didn't hear them, any of their nonsense, which is always nice. Yeah, I think there's more positives and negatives to pick out of that game. I think the most important things from the game would be the match fitness has improved yet again. The build-up play from the wings was fantastic. Um, nice to see Mustafi having a good game because he recently came out and said it's really, really hard to uh, to when you when you're trying to be a professional and you make mistakes and people don't don't forget about it and move on. Um, yeah, lots of positives about the game. Yeah, so Chelsea midweek. I think we might even be able to see. I might even be able to get something from Chelsea midweek. Hey, I've got to be honest with you, okay? I think we've got to be going into that, you know, with an eye to win it and in positive manner. But I think we need to look at our defending and the, you know, for the goal. And, um, you know, we need to get that midfield right. I think, I think maybe not getting fresh legs on was a bit of a problem. I think maybe Mickey's made a mistake there. But you know, he brings it up. He says, "But match fit, match fitness cost us again, Danny." I think he did. But like you're saying, Jace, I think a few um, substitutions, seventy-five minutes, something like that, would have um, give taken a few players off. Maybe, maybe defend, bring on another defender to try and hold the lead because uh, we were never going to score again, were we? I think, I think Rudy's right to care, and, and and this is the bit where it really concerns me. How the likes of you know um, everybody who listens to this podcast knows, I think Raúl Sanley he is an absolute fucking fraudster. Okay? I Who? think this guy, Raul Sunley. Okay, sorry, yeah. I, how he's allowed Emery to do to this squad what he's done is is criminal. Okay? Absolutely fucking criminal. And for, for him to have the title director of football, I, I, I it's just fraud. It's just absolute fraud. He, if you couldn't see what was coming from last season... For the end of last season, I don't know what the fuck you're looking at. I don't. I do not know what you're fucking watching. Because it's been a joke. Okay? I get people giving you the Don Raul nonsense. <laughs> do me a favour. Okay? Do me a fucking favour. <sighs> I know. I, 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 you know, we've spent 62 million quid on a guy who's delivering sweet FA. 20 million pound player. No. Well, he's not even that at the moment, is he? You can <laughs> see he's got talent. He's not delivering it. Okay? Um, you know, it's uh, the Don will prevail. Bollocks. <laughs> I, I'm not being funny. i got two, i got one thing to say to you, Big Bunny Kane. Dennis fucking Suarez. <laughs> Don't get me started. Okay? He's winding uh, you up. I'll I give know. you his number. You can WhatsApp him with you. know he is. He's a git. But, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's do some questions, Jace. Yeah, but we've got to get it sorted. We've got to get the squad right. We've got to get fitness right. And we've got we've got to get some 
bit of fresh blood in there. So right, on to questions, guys, because we're going to skim through these now. We're going to keep this short because Danny's just grumpy. Do you want me to read some questions, Chase, so you can answer some? You can have a Go on in. Go on in. Okie dokie. Right. Here we go. Jason's put them all in here. Um, at what this is from JSSAFC, who gave us a few quid. At what point do we think Lacazette is an issue? Or do you really think he is? Already think he is. Already think he is. I'd be tempted to start Martinelli up front. Oh, okay. It's only a matter of time, isn't it? If you had Nelson fit at the moment, Pepe one side. Nelson, the other, Martinelli up front, sitting <sighs> down. You would have pro grown Premier League defenders shitting their pants in fear because they are going to run for 90 minutes. But yeah, but the thing is, he's more positive. You know, he, he's, yeah. quicker, he's got more pace. He, he's more positive with his movement. Yeah. Um, he works just as hard off the ball. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, may, it might be too soon for Martinelli, but, you know... Um, uh, you know, Arteta would know that, but I don't see any point. I, I don't see a problem with giving him a go. Ryan from the Mr. Arsenal podcast, you can go and subscribe to his channel. It's very one of the new Arsenal channels that have popped up. He's They're very show good. Ryan's going to show later on tonight. Oh, actually, I'll go and find if you go, I'll go and find a link for it and put it in the chat box so people can go. Um, he says, uh, What's the point of VAR? It's going to still get things wrong for fuck's sake. That pen. Could have killed the game, but hey, because it's Arsenal, apparently it's okay. Very good point there, Ryan. Look, it's not VAR's the problem. VAR is not an issue whatsoever. Okay? It's the way it's implemented and it's the way it's used by the officials. It's as simple as that. Unfortunately, English referees, they're not good at the moment. They're fucking awful. Okay? Pawson, Turney. Uh, Mike Dean, the only, the only, uh, I, I think Michael Oliver, Jeff Winter, Jeff Winter, remember that prick? Yeah. Oh yeah, but I think Michael Oliver is the only good referee at the moment. There was Clattenberg, he wasn't too, he was good, but he's neither the one who went off to um, the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, look, I don't know much about Clattenberg, but look, you know, I think we've got what we got at the moment. When Michael Oliver referees, I'm a little bit happier. Okay, you'll get things wrong, but I think it's an honest mistake with him. With the likes of Paulson, with the likes of Dean, etc. I just think they're clowns. I think if I, you know, I just, just, just I, yeah, fuck them. Right, uh, no limit stunner, um, like a stone cold stunner possibly. Says, uh, are we lacking creativity because we are playing Xhaka and Torreira in midfield? I think if you can add to that, the fact that, Urzel is very. I mean, he's getting better, isn't he, Urzel? But he's not the he's he's not the ten that we need to. If you've got two different defensive-minded midfielders behind him, you really need someone like James Madison in that ten. Someone who is going to create stuff, maybe score goals. Urzel has done absolutely nothing. But I'm I'm not down on Urzel at the moment. Are you? Yes and no. Um, I think the I think the, the creativity issue is okay. As Arteta said. We're not fit enough to play the game that he wants to play. Hmm. We'll get there. It's going to take time, though, okay? The style of play he wants to do, the closing down, the pressing, etc. it's going to take time to come, okay? Jacques is not the most mobile guy in the world. We know that. But our midfield looks 100 times better with Jacques and Torreira than it does with anybody else. Yep, definitely. 100% You can control a bit more. 
today, because you're playing soccer on AMN back, whereas you've seen AMN drop into midfield um, and you see Xhaka drop back into left-back to cover when we push up, okay, I think it cost us a little bit today. I don't think we, you know, Torreira is not the most mobile either. And I thought Torreira played really well today, to be fair to him. Okay, but he's not the most mobile. And that's what kind of hurts us. Whereas if you look at kind of Liverpool, Fabinho, um, Anderson, uh, Anderson, Wijnaldum, they're all athletes. Okay, they're all, they eat up ground, they do. Our guys don't, unfortunately. So I don't think we can we have the currently have the personnel to play the game that um Arteta wants to play. How he's gonna adjust for that and what's gonna happen in the summer, I don't know. I do think things will improve with a couple more games. You know, we're only will be five games into Arteta's tenure. Um well, six. Six, okay, so six games in. So you know, look. We're a hell of a lot better than we were, but we've let ourselves down so far. We let ourselves down against Chelsea. We let ourselves down against um, Bournemouth. You know, we let ourselves down... Um, who did we play last week? Leeds. Uh, no, no. no. Uh, Palace. Palace, you know. So, we're, we're getting there. But, you know, I I, 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 I do expect more from Pepe, I've got to be honest with you. You know, our, big, our, our biggest problem at the moment, not so much in the midfield... Though I do think they need to improve for, for creativity to get better. But you're not getting enough from Pepe. You're getting nowhere near enough from Lacazette. Okay? And again, from the left, from the Aubameyang position, we got our goal today. So... That brings you know, us on, on to yeah. Orpheus Jones' so we, question. Yeah, right, go on. Um, he's uh, just you're talking about Pepe. Are we worried? Should we cut our losses, yes or no? I think no. I think we couldn't. I don't think we can afford to. I don't think yeah. nobody's going to pay 72 million quid for him. And when you look at the goal and assist return from him, he's he, he's played good games, but we're buying these guys as, as as goal providers and goal scorers. And they're not giving you anything. So, you know, sooner or later, you know, Mickey Arteta's got to sit down with Pepe and Lacazette and say, lads, what the fuck's going on? You know, because ultimately, what am I not doing to enable to you know to enable to, to put you in a position to flourish? If there's something I'm not doing, you need to let me know. Because if I am doing everything I can, I should be. What the fuck are you doing? Because the one thing that annoys me about Pepe is not. I think he should just pin his ears back and go as soon as he gets the ball. I think he caused havoc. I think you know, first three times you get the ball, just go. Right? Attack the line. Attack the player. And then they're shitting themselves. All of a sudden, they're going to stand off. That gives you more time to play. How that develops is another thing, but you know, you've know you got to make defenders think. And if he's going to say, right, I'm going to knock a ball past you, keep up with me, or just he's going to run at them, force them into a challenge, that's going to commit defenders. It's going to make people think. You've got to be doing that. If you're not doing that, and I don't think he is, you saw a wonderful run for him, ball of feet today. That'll scare people stiff. He's not doing it enough. Lacazette needs to work in his first touch. But, you know, how much are these two guys worth at the moment? 
not as much as they should be because they're not doing the business. Do you want me to ask you questions then, mate? No, it's okay. You've, you've done the rest of the show. I'll ask you the questions. Um, uh, Alan Bastard makes a good point about um, our players can't handle the pressure game and we've been beaten by a team that is, uh, or been done by a team that is largely English players. They cause us grief. Uh, Julian, Sam... I, I want to address that. I don't agree with that. Okay, so I, 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 you know, I, I see his point. Okay, but I thought playing at the back. Okay, we we played at the back comfort, comfortably today. We always had a man spare. Right? Our movement off the ball was a lot better than it ever was under Unai. Okay, and we all we were always able to get out. Yes, they caused us problems. I think the way we look at players, you know, I don't think we've ever looked at players down to nationality, okay? I think we've got signings wrong and we've made mistakes. That's fair enough. Everybody will have an opinion on that. And, you know, like me and Danny will disagree. Me and you will disagree, Alan. You know what I mean? But I do think that, you know, it doesn't matter what nationality a player is. If he's the right fit for the plan and for the squad, go up and get him, okay? Go up and get him. And I, I just think, you know, there are teams with far less English players who give us grief. And let's be honest today, if it wasn't for that pen, that, that bullshit penalty decision, we win. Yeah. True. Right. Julian Salmon um, is uh, talking about um, your opinion on Nathan Ake or Mings at Villa. He says, for me, both would work. Well, you've seen Mings at Villa. Villa are a terrible team. And I think quite often he's been found out. And Nathan Ake has got a buyback clause from Chelsea. So if he goes anywhere, they get first dibs on him. Uh, the thing is, Dan, okay, they're both kind of struggling teams, okay? Nathan Ake is a really nice footballer, okay? Oh, yeah, he is, but we won't, we won't get him. Why would he come here? Yeah, but, Chelsea will have him. Oh, look, it, that, that, hey, would do Chelsea one thing, okay? Well, they, they need centre-backs, don't they? Well, I don't know. Look, I, I, I don't really give a fuck about Chelsea, but the thing is, is he going to be the right fit for us? We do need younger. We need ball playing, because that's what um, uh, Arteta wants. He wants ball playing centre-backs. So I think, you know... I've not seen enough of Mings. I've got to be honest. I'm not going to comment on him. Ake, how, how tall is he? Is he big enough? Um, I don't think he's like a six four or six five or anything like that. He's probably about six one, six two. Look, so look. I, I like I like his ball playing ability. I think that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. But um, but I I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's let's be honest. Okay, when it comes down to Looking for centre halves, I just hope it's everybody wants a decent centre half at the moment. Yeah, I just so hope it's decision. He's five eleven. Oh, I knew he wasn't that at all. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I like Ake, but Tyrone Mings it's his first season playing for Villa, and Villa aren't very good, and not all of it's his fault. Right, next question. Um, uh, Peter Coulson says, "Ah." Oh, it was dear old Mike Dean's 500th game. The media has celebrated the quirky old scoundrel. How should we celebrate him? A cake or dripping battery acid into his AFC hating eyes? <laughs> I, 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 give him the bumps and chuck him in the Thames. That's what I'll say. I, I, I gotta be honest, with you. I'd give him an anchor, tie him to it. <laughs> and yeah, no, let's not go. Let's not go there. That's the thing. Yeah, I was going to go really dark there. I was, going to, I was, I was going to make Josh Dahl look like um, sweetness. A caring, right. a caring human being. I mean, this is the thing. Like Chris Adato says Saliba is a monster. Six foot three, I think. This is the thing. 
Let's not put any pressure on Saliba. At the moment, the way you know, a guy who's never played a game for the club is being made out to be the next saviour. This, this is an 18-year-old kid. Six okay? foot four. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, this is an 18-year-old kid, right on, who's, you know, he's got to learn about the English game. He's you played know, 21 it, games for his t- in France. That's it. 21. Yeah. Jeffrey O'Hara makes a great point here. Cannavaro was short, doesn't make you a bad centre-back. No, it doesn't, OK? If you've got the pace to be able to recover and and, and and the footballing brain to be able to cut things out, you're absolutely right, Jeff, OK? But is Arke Fabio Cannavaro? I don't think he is. I, I, you know, let, let's, let's just put that out there. And, but the thing with Saliba is you, you've got to allow him to find his way into the Premier League football. It's going to be quicker, it's going to be more physical than he's ever seen in France. Okay, give him a bit of time. Let's not give him a hard time. He's got to find his feet. Right. Um, uh, a quick question here from Loki. He says, uh, what position will we finish in this season? And then follows up with, is a non-Europa Popa Poopa finish better for us next season? Financially wise, I'd say nope. We need the Europa League to uh, get, we'll get to the semis, wouldn't we? Um, but finishing the league, Top six, I think we're finishing Europa League thing, position. What do you think? Okay, I'm going to get slaughtered for this. I'm going ultra, ultra positive. Top four. I don't think it's over. I I, I think it's a massive ask. Shit. <laughs> I think it's a massive ask, but yeah. I, yeah. I just think if you look at the teams around us, okay, other than Liverpool, I, I include I, Leicester are the best of a bad bunch then. City are all over the place. Um, they drew two-two with Palace today after being one-nil down for ages. So you know, I just think, I just think there's a chance, and I think we can do it. Okay, um, you know, I, I don't know the maths, Steph. I don't know the maths, but I just think, you know, if we string four or five good wins together, yeah, that that puts the pressure on everybody else, and I can see people scrambling, uh, crumbling. Sorry. Right, uh, Dave Atkinson says, do you guys think, uh, same as me, that there is a lot of great signs since Arteta has taken over and there are good things to come? Yes, I do. i got to ask, i got to agree with that, mate. I've good. got to agree with that. Stop putting more questions in. I, I can't answer that one because it's a new listener. I All right, then. I'll answer this one from Debbie Elders. Is Xhaka good enough? Yes, I think he is good enough, but we need more creative players ahead of him. And, and around him because he's never going to create much. And at least he stops shooting from the halfway line, which is important. Final question from Scott Hasty for you, Jace. Listen, guys, you've got to be real. No decent player would want to go to Arsenal until they sort out what is going on upstairs. Oh, Jace. I disagree with that. We're still a massive club. I think as much as I despise Raul Sanlehi, and I think he's the fucking biggest shyster in football, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have him anywhere near Armand for town. Okay. I, I just think he's I, I oh my god, I, I no he's awful. Okay. This guy's a clown. I just look at us, I think if you look at what Mikel Arteta's doing, we have got a bit of talent coming through. Okay. You look at the Willocks, you look at the um uh Sakas, you look at the Nelsons, you look at the Martinelli's. There's a lot of positive things happening as well. We've been through... Unai's gone. Things are coming together. 
it's not to everyone's uh, happy, like like in the pace it's happening at, but it was never going to be easy. I think you know we are Arsenal. We are the Arsenal Football Club. We've got a lot going for us. We need Vinay to sort out the um, commercial revenue side of the club. Stop fucking doing interviews. Start getting sponsors in, fella. Stop pissing about. You need Raul Sunday. You need to shut the fuck up and stop looking for players. Edu, Arteta, get to work. Let's bring in proper players. No more Dennis Suarez's. No more fucking Danny Ceballos's. Hmm. Let's bring in players who are going to have an impact and improve this squad. And let's get going forward. Because I, I think there's a lot to be positive about. Right, that's all of the questions. Time to say goodbye, Chase. Right, yeah, the man Nicky was obviously who's put that in there. Stefan Salby's been there. Um, Judge um, uh, John Jules scored his first goal today for Lincoln City. Congratulations, fella. Um, massive thank you to everybody in the chat box, you've been superb today. Congratulations, well done, really interesting. Both sides of the coin given you're superb. Um Huge shout-outs to Michael Harneman. Oh, Michael, congratulations on the new gaff as well. Looking nice. Hope you're enjoying. Um, Chris Ladato twice, because Chris is special that way. We have to get him on a pod soon. Nicky Wilson and JSS AFC. Thank you for the donations, guys. You're superb. Um, we really appreciate it. If you're listening on any other platform, whether it be uh, uh, Acast, uh, iTunes, etc., and we're on Spotify. People have been asking. On Spotify, um, click on the uh, yeah. Subscribe to the YouTube button uh, to YouTube. Click on the bell button, and you'll be notified whenever we go live. If you want to join the chat box, it is well worth it. There are a load of excellent people in this box. Okay, you can ignore the plonkers talking and just <laughs> chat with the guys in the chat box because they are magnificent. Um, quick shout out re mental health. We, we, we kind of because of what's happened with um Dave Faber, kind of we dropped the ball on walk and talk last week. So, my apologies for that. I gotta hold my hand up. I'm very sorry, guys. Uh, you know, look, whether you're male, female, Debbie's in the box there. Do you know what I mean? We get you know, there's bigger Tash listening, we get Norma. Um, listen, you know. If you're going through tough times, talk about it. Please talk to somebody about it, okay? You know, don't don't face things alone. If you think, you know, you you, you know, if you think you're you're having about depression or you know, if you feel like you're in a negative spiral and you can't get out, go to your doctor, get some help. Okay. You know, you're not alone. There's always somebody who'll help you out. There's always somebody who you can, you can talk to, even as monkeys. And we're not the brightest, but we're there for you, okay? If you need help, get, get speak to somebody. Go to your GP. Go to your doctor. Get some help, okay? Um, if there's something that's bothering you health-wise, okay, you know, go get a scene to. Don't leave it till it's too late. Be brave. Be positive. Be brilliant. Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves, okay? You know, yeah, you're Michael Harneman, he volunteers for Mind. You know, there's the Samaritans. There's loads of great charities out there. 
you are not alone. Do not ever think you are. So, okay, so please take care of yourselves, people. Um, we've lost too many recently. To We don't want to lose anybody, anybody else. And you guys are so important about us, to us. Okay? So please take care of yourselves. Um, on that note, thank you all. You are absolute rock stars. Danny, switch this shit off. People, take care. Good night. Keep it arsenal. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.